0: With one of the most iconic names in the karting industry leading the team, Shavis Racing Products is the premier karting and body seat manufacturer in the country.
1: Whether you're looking for a kart body, seat, or fairing, our friends at Chavis Racing Products will have you looking and feeling best behind the wheel. With over 15 years of experience in the karting industry, Chavis Racing Products delivers time and time again with their quality and customer service.
2: With three different bodies to choose from, seat sizes ranging from Rookie to 2XL, and their newest carbon fiber options, they are always thinking of new and innovative ways to improve comfort and performance for racers.
0: To find out more, go check them out online on Facebook and their website, ChavisRacingProducts.net, or give the shop a call at 706-840-1886. When you reach out, be sure to let them know that the guys at Fortex & Fuel sent you.
3: Best advice I can give you,
1: start drinking heavily. You're listening to the Four Takes and Fuel podcast with Alex, Ethan, Chance, and Colton.
4: I'll sing. I'll sing. Uh, yeah. yeah. All right, guys. Yeah.
2: I can hear you so good.
1: Yeah, it's very yeah, good. no, it's pretty yeah. crazy. Yeah. So hello Facebook. We are live. Uh I, I'm pretty sure Chase and Ethan are both watching at the moment. So what a do, guy. Yeah, you know, we have two viewers. So. Hey guys. <laughs> so we have Mr. Tom Baker who joined us tonight. Thank you very much for coming on.
5: Thank you for having me.
1: Yeah. And so um before we get into you, Jacob, let's let's kind of talk about if anybody doesn't know what, what goes on in your your duties this weekend.
5: Well, uh, I get to yell and scream a lot into a microphone. That's yeah. basically it. Yeah. <laughs> and the voice of the event, this is my 23rd year. Mm-hmm. And um, so, yeah, it's really, I mean, I I get as excited, I'm, I'm as excited this year as I was the first year. Yeah. You know, it's just, it's an amazing event. Um, It's it's hard on the voice, 44 classes in two days, but- Yeah, that is tough. Um. But uh yeah, it's a lot of fun. This is th- this place is just one of a kind, and the event is there's nothing else like it in carding.
1: Definitely for sure, and so we can we'll get into a little bit more of the history uh, a little bit later. But Jacob, sure. let's go to you, buddy. This is your first time ever coming here. Well, coming to race.
2: Well, I mean, yeah. Uh, really, we have a rookie. Yeah, I'm a rookie. <laughs> he has a stripe on his <laughs> he's, back. He's I drive like cool. one too. So
5: oh wow, <laughs>
1: welcome. Yeah, so, uh, Jake, uh, let's talk about a little bit of how, you know, like I said, this is your first time racing. You've been here twice before. You've helped us, uh, and you've kind of, like, qualified. You, you've gone up to qualifying because uh, we put a go-kart together for you one year, but this is your first time full-time getting your own stuff going. Uh, mm-hmm. Kind of talk about, you know, what you what you think on the weekend. You know, what's going on for you?
2: Uh, really, I'm kind of just I'm not really thinking anything. You yeah. know, I don't have any nerves. I don't, like, I'm just kind of chilling, you know hoping to make a show that's my biggest thing you know if i make a show my first time coming i'll be pretty happy with that uh you know make a couple of shows if i do that then you know a couple top tens I mean, that's the yeah. next goal <laughs> yeah <you
1: know? laughs> yeah so i mean like what what is uh you only been coming here for a little while and you only been racing for seven eight years but uh, six
2: years six years yeah, yeah somewhere
1: around there but you know um just what made you pull the trigger to come you yeah yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. you and and and, and Dale and Chase and TJ and Clayton all calling me a weenie for not coming. That's, <laughs> that's what really brought me out here. So you did it on a dare. I mean, you know, I was pretty much tired of them saying I wouldn't. So I did. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You have no
5: idea but what's about
2: to happen. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've been here a couple of times, just never raced. So, you know,
5: it's I mean, a I different kinda... thing when you're in the in the driver's seat.
1: Yeah, definitely. So what are you running this weekend?
2: Dude, I don't even remember. (laughs) (laughs) I think uh, Elite, Clone, Medium, Elite, Clone, Heavy. uh, Maybe Pro, Medium, Pro, Heavy, and NEF, I think, is what I registered for. I don't remember. See, it's happening already.
5: (laughs) By the time he goes out for practice in the morning, about 8.15, he's not even going to know his
2: name. (laughs) 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 Look, I I pre-registered, and like I'd selected
1: everything. And I,
2: from that point on, I forgot what it was. You know, <laughs> they reminded me when I went over there and, you know, I forgot since then already. So,
1: so, you know, how's kind of the season gone for you leading up to this event? Terrible. Yeah.
2: Absolutely it's, awful. That's why I have high hopes for this weekend. Yeah. Maybe I could turn it around. <laughs>
5: you can only go
2: up. Yeah. <laughs> I can't go any further down.
1: <laughs> That's funny.
4: So, all, all right. Where, well, where do you race?
2: uh so me and me and alex here are like pretty local so we we race you know every, pretty much every track in louisiana we got okay. mojave uh uh bj's is a local track that's not really heavily advertised or anything uh and then they have um which now it's under new ownership it's called battle creek okay and it's it's gonna be a pretty good racetrack when the new guys get a hold to it and uh Caltown raceway in north louisiana okay about, about where we hang out
5: we love
1: our Cajun racers here yeah we used <laughs> yeah. to bring a big old family yep. down the yeah, best it's... part
5: about us is the cooking. yeah <laughs> we bring a little smaller group now but uh, still just as important to us so we appreciate that and uh of course we want to make sure that we let everybody get a chance to say thank you to who they need to because Sponsors and crew and all that are important. So who helps you make it all happen? Man?
2: Uh, Brandon Dezatel with Dezatel Motorsports. He helps us all year long. Uh, he's tremendous with helping us. He does. He's awesome. He, you know, he sells parts. Uh, he's also an AMSOIL dealer. Um, uh, William Gonzalez with Bud's Appliance Repair. Uh, Josh Meredith uh, with Southern, Southern Speed Karting Solutions. And, uh, his wife, Lacey Meredith, the concession stand lady. <laughs> <laughs> um, who else? Am I, am I forgetting anybody? No, I think that's it. I believe that's all.
1: Got to got to have help to keep your team alive, man. That's the yep. biggest thing. So, I guess uh, good luck this weekend, Jacob, and uh, thanks for coming and sit down with us for a little I bit. I need appreciate you for having
2: me, Doc. Glad to <laughs> have, have you here. here. Uh. Yeah, no you don't count. The round of robin <laughs>
5: continues here. Bring <laughs> out our next guest.
1: Come on, Chase. Yeah. Oh, don't be shy. Come on over. We, we have a we have a we have an audience on live, but then we have an audience all behind us. So that sounds weird. Yeah, yeah, if you see anybody looking off camera.
0: There
5: there are folks off to the uh I don't have headphones
0: on. I can't
6: hear them now. Yeah. Yeah,
0: it's a lot better. I mean, cuz when we were recording our episode, you couldn't really hear the half of it. Yeah so
6: so who are you yeah tell everybody who you are uh i'm chase meredith from jacksonville florida i've won four slot machines and looking at some more this weekend yeah chase is one of our best racers every year i, I wouldn't say that i,
5: I get <laughs> i would i get lucky <laughs> you know, well, I mean, luck is part of everything, right? But Sometimes uh, it's
1: better to be lucky than good. Well, you know? here, here there's a lot of that. A lot of luck. It,
5: it's really all about trying to avoid the messes
1: yeah.
6: sometimes and just be around at the end. That's how I won that first year. I came from seventh and everybody just raked out basically and I won. Really? <laughs> well, Was
1: that the elite win? No. No,
6: no. Elite, no, no. I started on the pole and won the first and 20 and then in 21... Uh, I think Buddy Wilson got in the Chavis on the last lap, mm-hmm. and they DQ'd Buddy for that move. I, I thought it was perfect. But, <laughs> uh, I mean, last lap racing here, it's, it's wild. But yeah. uh, I went down there, and I was kind of bummed to finish second. And they are like, oh, well, you're the winner. We're throwing them out. And I was like, word. Yeah, that's how I won my first I law I bummed not Yeah, oh, yeah, I was awesome. That, but that was the only win I got because they DQ'd me in the other one because I hit the wall so hard it broke some in the motor in qualifying and it gave me two one thousandths too much lift on the exhaust side or something like that. Oh, wow. Jeez. Oh, yeah, but it, it was only for the thousand. I'll, I'll take the 3,100 any day. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Well, will see the odds get even. Oh, absolutely. You know,
5: have one taken away mm-hmm. and it comes back to you later.
1: Mm-hmm. So you're out of Florida. Yeah. What part of Florida? Jacksonville. Jacksonville, uh, okay, Lord. yeah. So how's your season been going?
6: Um, it started off great. Uh, I already won like 20, $22,000 by April. and Wow. Then, um, we, we kind of fell off the uh, biggest race I've won since then has been the limited race at the blueberry blowout. But, uh, you know, I'm not complaining we've had a great year compared to other people, you know? So I was like, I'll take it. And, uh, Changed a lot in our program, go karts, everything. So hopefully we're back on track here at the end of the year. Well, yeah. you said
0: go karts. What would you change?
6: Uh, I got off the hybrid, got back on a cadet. Okay. Yeah, but I just I like the cadet better. Hybrid was a good car. I mean, I won that hundred lapper in March and all on it, but
1: he gave me the false confidence of the world 100 <laughs> Oh, I know. I'm sorry. Everybody's
6: like, oh, you're just gonna repeat that, and then uh, that didn't happen. It didn't happen. I didn't even survive the first fifty. <laughs> but you, the ruts were so bad. I got yeah, hooked but- to it. It was all good.
1: But I mean, Jasper's kind of like a home track for you, man. So it's like an hour and 15 away. Yeah. So you you have like Callahan and Jasper going for you. I mean, one of the most premier racetracks in the country is an hour and 15 from you. That's got to be convenient. Yeah. uh, The local
6: Super 8 series, that's like our new state series, basically. Everybody Mm. shows up and we race for 500 bucks every 30 of us out there. And it's pretty good. But everybody thinks they can test all year there and then comes in 100 to run the same stuff. And it's like flipping a light switch different. Yeah what's different about it uh track surface the track will be a whole almost second better okay and, and uh i don't know it's just what well, we run all year and went on you, then you got like you guys jamie kanaal chavis all them come down ain't raced it all year and then they're quick time and all and i was I'm like well go back to the drawing board
1: yeah does that ever kind of get frustrating though like it's a home track like you feel like you should like you should be like like no matter what fast and then somebody who comes over there he runs it once a year is just up front all the time.
6: It's, it's a little frustrating, but then I understand, you know. I mean, they they can take any tire off the wall and mm. go to any racetrack, not even practice in their quick time. Yeah. And I mean, you know, they travel all over the United States all year. So we go there and you you expect to run good sometimes, but like making the World 100 this year was great for me. Like, because there was how many? Like 91 people tried to make it mm-hmm. and yeah. started like 18. I was like, I'll take it. I don't care. Yeah. Like, just making races and, our big motor program's about up to par with theirs when they come down, so I race it out with them and like at the Blueberry and qualified up front and stock appearing, that didn't go our way at the 100, but. It's all good stuff.
1: Yeah, definitely. And it's just, it's just being able to keep up with that tire rotation and, and constantly learning. I mean, some of the guys you're racing against have 20 years of experience on yep. you. I mean, you're just, what, 7, 18? 18, 18. 18. yeah. And you're racing against people who are 30-plus years old who's been doing it since they were 4 or 5 years yep. old. So. Yeah.
6: And I started late in junior 2. Like, they basically yeah. put me in junior 3 right away because I was so fat. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, quick learner. Yeah. So, how many classes are you running this weekend?
6: Uh, 10 between two days, 5 and 5. Yeah. So. We're going to be busy. How do you, for the, for those who aren't really well experienced here,
5: how do you keep up with, because it's almost like I feel like you have to have a different cart for almost
6: every class. We uh we got one go-kart and I mean, I can't make lightweight. I'm 175 pounds. So, <laughs> uh, with 20 pounds on a cart, I'm 350. So we just run light and medium on one go-kart. And uh, my big motor go-kart's been 375 all year. So we just kept that as a heavy go kart. Yeah. I left the brand new one at the house because we know how this place is.
1: Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, uh, kind of talking about that, you did kind of hurt a chassis last year. And it got better. Yeah. Did it? No,
6: it got better. Yeah. Really? So you, uh it was I think it was last year, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, when
1: you went up to the wall and you you Yeah.
6: Yeah.
1: Uh I think it was the NEF race. Oh
6: no no. That's the same go kart in the now I bent one in clone light qualifying. I hit the wall and then they didn't lift the caution was already out. And a dude hit me again Oh man! and uh i got back in the go-kart after i crawled to the wall out of breath <laughs> and i watched it and i was like crank me back up and the dude's like no you're hurt and i was like no crank me back up and i went quick time and i was like sweet we got back home i remember that and it was it was bent a little bit but tj bent it back a l- and i won like garland memorial and a couple state championships on it out of nowhere it got way better really than, uh, tweaked it the right way we did the right <laughs> way yeah and then we uh TJ, we've scaled that a while back and he's like it ain't getting the numbers. So we had to that's when we got the hybrid, but uh moved the seat all the way to the left and moved the motor <laughs> mount over. That thing got 70 percent cross for this weekend. Lord. <laughs> it is ready. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Couple uh, new spindles is ready to go. Yeah, throw an axle on there. Oh, you're absolutely.
1: Good. Yeah. Absolutely. But your your luck last year was of not so great nice. but a year before that great great year it's kind of you know last year was kind of an off year for you usually you're setting poles top fives podiums yeah. i mean it's very common for you to be up there so what are we looking for this year
6: um we changed a lot tires uh you know tj's been talking to uh charger racing chassis you know just getting the inside scoop on what they're doing so we changed a lot um We realized we had too much rubber last year because I took the lead in like five classes, but it was good for six laps, and then it just started pushing. So uh, I think the fastest I was, I should have won elite heavy on Saturday, but I got moved on like lap three, trained all the way to the back and ran the quickest laps of the race, and then I pulled off. So it it sucked, but uh, I got a whole new game plan and be ready to go this year. Definitely.
5: Okay, so how hard is it just to qualify here? What's it like from the driving perspective? Because oh. it, it seems to change almost from first round to second round. Oh, it so does. So second round's really important here. I feel like even though a lot of the races I'm seeing, they're not having second round anymore. It's just one round here. Like I feel like if they took away round two, everybody's strategy would have to change instantly.
6: Uh, yeah. Uh, we found a plug last year. Uh, I sat down there in the bottom so long waiting on qualifying and i had to go out in second round and yeah, you know, i was i think the 12th or something after second round was over but we were talking about it back at the trailer and we're like the track kind of did like a full 180 on us like we went out on the same tire and it was not near as good as it would have felt and i was like this is weird I, like, hopefully we make it through first round qualifying but what i've seen is if you're not in the top seven or eight here uh you know there's so much competition like very stout competition when you got shay and steve-o and all them here yeah. you're not just going to go up there and pass them like they're sitting
7: still
1: just... and i think something that people don't really talk about a lot is this is a even though it's an indoor tight racing, this is a very clean air racetrack yeah. you need clean air in front of you i mean you don't want anything stumbling because it takes you you mess up one lap it takes you two more laps to get it right get going that's how fast this place is and i feel like uh, that's a huge thing. you got to qualify top five for a chance to win unless something wicked happens, you yeah. know, kind of like your situation. Yeah. But, you know, it, it's uh, very, very clean air dependent.
6: Yeah, because, uh, what was it, two years ago it was real sandy here?
1: Mm-hmm. And um, when it fell apart. Yeah. yeah,
6: when it fell apart. um, I watched Matthew Beeman when he was riding the 811. He backed it into the wall so hard I went under his nose just because sand got thrown out from the guy in front of him and he had no grip after that. So, yeah. Um, like you said you got to qualify up front not to be in that mess and i've set one pole here and i mean that was probably the fastest i've ever been because of clean air and i've just rode off from everybody but yeah when you're right behind somebody they can lock that break down and you ain't going nowhere yeah,
1: and it's so hard to pass because you know the big thing of on indoor is holding the bottom on the eg- exit you know everybody's going to hold the bottom it's 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 known indoor racing you're going to hold the bottom uh it, and you almost have to kind of change your whole driving style style mm. to to race at, in an indoor. And it's uh it comes with uh, you know giving and and and, and all that. But uh, it's just got to be different. You got to be a little bit more aggressive. But and you're not trying to be an, uh, a jerk or anything. But it's just how you have to race here. You have to get to the front fast.
5: It's interesting when you talk about the importance of clean air because one, it's a tiny track, mm. and two, it's dirt and it's a go kart. So you wouldn't think like that that would be um, we hear that all the time in you know, bigger forms of racing with arrow and downforce and all that. But explain a little bit of that for the people who don't understand, like it indoors and in on a go-kart, why is clean air so critical?
6: Um, well, what I've seen here, cause I've raced the uh, Williamston indoor in North Carolina, I think it is. Okay. I am it's two different track services, uh, but clean air here is just because. If you know Joe Schmo in front of you goes down there, clips the berm right in front of you and it's puts sand down it's you're basically over at that point because you're gonna lose the nose The dude behind you is probably gonna go right through your tire tracks and right up under you so if they clip the berm or the little sandy and they get a little sideways and just kick it out you're you're you know you sitting duck definitely yeah if your stuff's not like locked to the earth you're you're sitting <laughs> duck
1: <laughs> so. But, Chase, buddy, we uh, thank you for coming to sit with us yes, on this sir. live. And uh, man, who
6: helps you make it happen? Oh, yeah. Man? Oh, uh, TJ Noon, Radical Racing Engines, my parents, uh, my beautiful girlfriend over there, Gracie, tire washer, <laughs> um, uh, Kyler Ronson, and Jimmy with Shabuya Motorsports. There you go. And uh, <laughs> the good Lord for keeping me safe every weekend. Excellent.
1: Amen. Excellent. Well, thank good you. Luck, yeah, Chase. Thank and good you. luck, guys.
5: Well, we know who's buying dinner with all the money Chase has yeah. made. So yeah, that's yeah. What I'm saying.
1: Yeah. He's got a full time job racing go karts.
5: Dinner's <laughs> on Chase this weekend. Who's next? Come on in.
1: Uh, Mr. Endicott.
5: Okay. Hey, bud. Tell us who you are and where you're from.
3: My uh, name's Ethan Endicott. Right. Speaking to yeah. the mic. My yeah. <laughs> name's Ethan Endicott uh, from Noonan, Georgia.
1: Yeah. And uh, so. You know what's what's the how what's the trip count to Batesville?
3: Uh, third time, but no, fourth time, but really my third time. First time we went no good.
1: So. Yeah, you just kind of scratch that. You know, yeah. you, you don't want to remember that one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> doesn't
5: count. First time doesn't count. That was your warm up.
1: Yeah, pretty much. Okay. So it's uh it's your first official you know kind of calendar year with the new team, like almost a year and a half. Uh, Fifty five cartel. Uh, how's that been going? Oh wow. Uh, we've been having a really good year. Uh,
3: Knocked off a couple of big ones, a couple of thousand dollars, a few 3,000s, a couple 2,500 to win open races. Um, yeah, it's been a pretty good year. Sorry.
5: Talk a little bit about what your experience has been over the years with this race, because it it can be so much different from one year to the other, because the track changes a little every year and the surface changes even from night to night. So what's your experience been over the years? And and how hard is it to even think about uh, a setup coming in?
3: It's been pretty good. Um, first year we came here, uh, track was pretty, it was decent. Um, it seemed like it was a little tighter that year, or I was just 14 years old and overdriving it. Uh, (laughs) but i think it was two years ago now yeah 2021 when we came here uh we had good speed most of the day uh real good qualifying speed and then the racetrack started blowing apart and it took us a while to adjust to that and then the second day it blowed apart even worse but we were more prepared for it and was able to come away with two slots and then last year racetrack was completely different it held together was really good really fast uh struggled a little bit in qualifying but we had really good race speed i think we should have walked away with three or four of them last year and just didn't fall out have it needed to
1: one for sure you haven't forgot about yeah for sure for
3: <laughs> sure. Okay, tower, we need to know
1: the story now
3: uh we got the elite small block kind of taken away from us there in the ah, tower so okay hoping that don't happen again because that one definitely got pulled right out from under us
1: yeah somebody was backing up the go-kart and he was getting better and they kind of met yeah yeah, ah, yeah, yeah gotcha uh, okay so it
3: is what it is that happens yeah, and it's tough because
1: yeah. I mean, it's so small, it's so tight, especially yeah. in small block open. It's the fastest class here, you know. Yep.
3: Yeah, for sure.
1: For yeah, sure. the
5: small blocks and the unlimiteds are almost too fast for the track. Yeah, and it really, when you're watching it, it's a really different perspective on what what's happening than when you're inside the cart, you know. And so, um, I enjoy those classes just because, to me that's all about survival. Mm -hmm. And, and, and I, I look at it, I watch some of the guys that have been successful in those classes over the years. And it's like just the, the finesse and, and the smarts, the racecraft you have to have not to just drive the thing straight into the first corner and bounce it off the wall or run over the three carts in front of you racing too hard. You know, those classes are tough. And, yeah, every once in a while, you you know, obviously, when it, whenever a call's made, somebody's not going to be happy. Yeah. yeah Even yeah, if exactly. you know it's your fault, you're still not going to be
1: happy. <laughs> exactly. So. So. Let me get away with it. Yeah.
3: Yeah. yeah. Pretty much.
1: So, what's uh, what's the year been looking like, man? How's it been going?
3: Yeah, it's been good. Uh, we won the 2,500 win open race at Godspeed. Uh, nice. Won the 3,000 at Atoka a few weeks ago. Uh, you know, won a bunch of 1,000 and 2,000s and came from the back in a couple big ones and got close. But... It's been a real good year. Made a couple changes here recently, and our program's really looking strong coming into this. So really excited.
1: Can we talk about the changes?
3: Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, Jonathan and the 55 Cartel became the uh, distributor for Platinum Racing Chassis, and we've been oh, okay. testing them for about a month. And man, we've had some great speed and great runs. Past three weeks, won a little over 11,000. So I definitely can't be. I'm coming in here confident in what we got in our program. That's for sure.
1: Yeah, definitely. You know, we've kind of been talking about you know the chassis, and, it, and you had nothing but good things to say about it. And uh, I know it's always kind of exciting to, to try a new chassis, but when it works out, it's even better. You know.
3: Oh yeah, yeah. We done some, done a couple of long weekends of testing, and figured out what we needed. And Jonathan wrote it, Mitch wrote it, I wrote it, and we came to a pretty uniform uh, decision that it was the direction we needed to go. And. And I've got nothing but good things to say about it. I ain't right outside of the top two and, you know, three really big weekends of racing. So definitely can't complain.
1: Yeah.
5: What got you started in racing?
3: Uh, my dad raced, uh, super lates and oh, okay. raced, uh, go-karts growing up and so did my grandfather. So just kind of third gen. Yes, sir. Wow. So once, uh, became of age, it just kind of fell into place and he got me one and been doing it ever since. This is year 13. So you're how old now? Uh, 20.
5: 20. Okay. So, plans to move up
3: nah, i enjoy go-kart racing to be honest so just keep doing what i'm doing and nice. keep racing and hanging out with the people i enjoy hanging out with at the trailer that's what matters
1: that's awesome it. <laughs> it's something about this sport that keeps reeling us in i kind of talked about it on an episode a couple of weeks ago and just you know there's been some chances to, to go do something else, but it's kind of like, man, just go-kart racing is so fun. It might sound silly to anyone listen or anything like that, but man, there's just something about go-kart racing where it's so tight-knit and it's just, it's addicting. We might hate it sometimes, but it's addicting. Well,
5: you know? it is tight-knit. You're right. It, racing is a lifestyle and it's a family sport. And, you know, an event like this that's been going on for 33 years now, you know, it's almost like, a social event every Thanksgiving, you come back to see your friends that you haven't seen since last year, you know, in some cases. And so I understand why. And even, you know, in other forms of karting, you see um, like every year at Daytona, uh, with the, the cart racing that the WK has there, you see like Ricky and Jonathan Taylor come back and race or Jamie McMurray will come back and run. And, you know, you, you get people that, that come back. Um, I talked to Ben Rhodes, you know, a couple times a year at NASCAR races. He used to
1: run this and event. He's, yeah. He's, he's winning truck series and he's yeah. He's, he's two time champion yeah.
5: now in the truck series. And he, he would love to come back and run this event again. You know, I don't know if he'd be
1: allowed to. Yeah, I was about to say it might but, be a little bit of a um, liability. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> but, um, you know,
5: he, he loved, loved running and, and there've been a lot of guys, you know, that have come through this event, Ricky Stenhouse and others, but I can see why you would want to hang in karting Cause it's just a, it, it's not nearly, it's, it's a little more fun. You can still have more fun with it. It's still expensive, but it's not as expensive as a big car and it, and it doesn't require exactly the same kind of commitment.
3: Yeah. I mean, there's definitely a lot of time involved, a lot of time in the shop, a lot of hours, but yeah, I mean, it's what I've grown up doing and I don't see a reason to change it. I enjoy it. I love it and hope to keep doing it.
5: What do you do outside from carting? Are you full time in the shop or what is,
3: uh, I'm a pipe welder for ultra refrigeration. Shout out to oh, them. Great, great nice. company, great people, but, uh,
5: you can say the name.
3: Yeah. Ultra refrigeration Oh, okay. Uh, based out of noon in Georgia, any industrial grade refrigeration go to them. They got a great product, biggest in, the nation by far. so.
1: Yeah, I was wondering what you do. Like, we talk, like, a lot. and I've never known what you do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah,
3: I do uh, some I, – I was started on the frame team over there and moved to the TIG pipe welding side of it and, you know, work with some great people. And the bosses are great. They got a great vision and a great mindset. And, and they give you a there. great schedule to go racing all yeah, the time. exactly. Uh, <laughs> they give us – you know, every year we get the uh, week off between Christmas and New Year's, so it's perfect for Daytona. And they yeah. give us, you know, the Friday after Thanksgiving and, you know, I mean I couldn't ask for more than that you know it let's us go race so
5: see so you've been coming here a few years now what you like most about the event
3: um just the atmosphere something different we run outdoors all year you know because we're in the south but you know it's fun to come run indoor races you know a couple times a year and just do something different you know outdoor racing is boring after a while it's, <laughs> it's fun to take the gloves
1: off and have some fun. It is kind of what this is isn't it i mean yeah. it's a boring so yeah. it's, it's, it's a dog fight yeah. it's, it's just a dog fight for yeah. 20 straight laps i mean yeah. that's exactly i mean that, and not in a bad way it, it it's it's just straight up hard racing the whole time yep yep for sure you, you you don't see i mean unless you just hit the nail on the head you don't see someone just pull away it's it's making sure you keep them behind you it's it's you're always on your toes it's like it's almost—it's yeah. almost like an anxiety attack if you're leading the whole time. <laughs> yeah,
3: exactly. We uh, we was leading a pro race last year and you know was out there by straightaway and we had cost caution about 40 going, got dumped. So I mean, even if you got the best pace and you check out, don't matter. Sometimes you still somebody can it. just yeah, rip, you, rip it from you. Exactly. Yeah.
1: So so what's 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 some goals for this year? What, what are we what are we looking for? Uh,
3: just keep winning more big races, knocking stuff off the checklist. Um, yeah, you know, I'm sure we're going to go to some big shows and then do the regional racing, you know, money shows, whatever. But just try and hang more checks on the wall. That's, that's the main goal. And you got a
1: title to defend at the Daytona this week. Uh, yeah. Next week or ne- ne- next month, sorry. Yeah. yeah. Try yeah.
3: and go back-to-back at the Ginger, that's for sure. That'd be nice. Um, you know, if we can just win some at Daytona, I'll call it a good trip. That's a hard race to win just like yeah, this one. Is, yeah. yeah. So
1: I would, I would say that, that, you know, Batesville is the crown of the indoors and, yep. and Daytona is almost the crown of the outdoors, you know, yep. that, two different races. Yeah. Totally different, totally race. different exactly.
5: races. I think, I think this is the biggest event, mm-hmm. but of course Daytona still gets a bunch of carts and it, as far as the outdoor part of it, that's kind of the, the, the
1: top outdoor race yeah. I think every year. Yep.
3: Especially last year. Last year, it was bigger than I'd seen it in a long time, yeah. to be honest.
1: Yeah, they did really well. And shoot, um, this year, we might we're, we might break record over here. So that's it's yeah. going to be a great show. This
3: year here, this is the biggest I've seen it in a long time. Yeah,
1: we've so.
5: had, we had le- over 1,150 pre-entries. Yeah, that's insane. The record's 1,542. Yeah. Which was and we were pretty we were in, pretty
1: close in 21, right? Yeah,
5: 1504. Yeah. Is that total so,
1: pre-entry? Total. Total. Okay. Yeah, I think total. we got a
5: good
3: shot at me, And yeah, I think honest. yeah,
5: I mean it's it seems like there's a chance at least that we'll get close and and again 1542, that was at Tunica. Yeah. Yeah. So, um with
1: weightless less classes. Yeah. Uh,
5: yeah, yeah. Actually, you're right. That's a yeah. good point. Yeah. yeah, I think
1: it had about 16 classes yeah, so I back was then. Gonna say yeah. probably
5: about 14 or 16 somewhere yeah. in there. And you know, that's the other thing. 22 classes is a lot of different classes. Yeah. How do you how do you prepare to run? You know, five, ten classes a day.
3: uh just stand in the seat. That's the biggest thing. Keep your neck worked out. You know, stay relaxed while you're out there. Make sure you're comfortable in the go kart. Um, you know, if it feels like you're riding a Cadillac, it's easy to run 150 laps in a weekend or in a day. You know, it's not hard. So, just being able to uh, stay comfortable, make sure your breathing stays good, you know, be in decent physical shape. And, you know, just be <laughs> – make sure you're riding every weekend. That's the biggest thing. Keep your neck and your arms worked out because a go-kart works muscles you didn't even know you had sometimes. So. Yeah. Stabilizer muscles, like with the steering wheel, that people don't realize.
0: So, how many classes is it this this weekend? Uh,
3: it'll be nine: four tomorrow and five Friday. Gotcha. Or five Saturday. Sorry.
1: Gotcha. That's, that's a lot, man. Bad. It's yeah. not bad, but when you <laughs> that's and what you're doing, well, we've it.
5: seen I've seen guys that run you know seven or eight classes
1: mm. a day, and it, it's just like, how in the world do you do I that? Know, yeah, it's crazy. Running, running the regular, running the pro, running the elite, all yep. all three yep. of all the classes, and then yeah, it's that's a. It, I don't know. I, you can get in the, I think gym does help, you yep. know, but there's nothing comparable to getting in the exactly.
3: seat. Yeah. There's nothing like seat time. It keeps your mental sharp, keeps your physical sharp. So there's no replacement for that. I don't care what you do.
1: And so, you know, you know, I think we kind of talked about it a little bit, but like coming to here, how much different is it for you preparing to come to this racetrack mentally and physically of how you're going to drive and, and, and those kind of things?
3: Uh, from the Southeast, I mean, it's a little bit different. You know, I raced a lot in the Midwest when I was growing up, and that's a little bit rougher. Um, you know, the Kentucky, Ohio region, it's definitely a different style of racing than the Southeast, but don't get it twisted when it comes down to it. The Southeast guys can take off the gloves better than anybody, in my opinion. So yeah. definitely yep. just, you know, come here, be ready. You know, you got to be smooth, you got to be smart, but you also got to be able to go in there and move somebody out the way and then go right back to that smooth line that you, you know, go right back to making qualifying laps. So definitely. Definitely just, you know, trying to stay mentally sharp, try not to overanalyze anything, but you know, also be thinking and working things out in your head as you're driving. That's a big thing.
1: Yeah. And this is one of the kind of them races that, you know, you can't just uh, you can't just sit around and ride. You kinda no. be kinda of, kind of gotta be full go the whole time. There's some races you can save and stuff like that, but like it's a dog eat dog like we talked about a little bit. You gotta go, go, go the whole time.
3: Yeah, which you know, I like to have a couple spotters on the fence. That helps a lot. You know, that way, if you got a little bit of a lead, you can save a right front. You know, keep it under you. Make sure you got a tire left on the late race restart. But if you ain't got a gap, you gotta you know pick them up and put them down in front of you, and make sure you know you're doing what you got to do to keep them behind you too. I feel like,
5: and you guys are, are racers, so you can. But I feel like this is a really sort of hybrid kind of race because i mean like you said you do have to be moving forward if you're start especially if you're starting outside the top seven or eight you got to be moving forward the whole race but you got to be smart about it you can't just try to be a bulldozer because mm-hmm. you can take yourself out in a hurry and um you know get into a mess if you uh that's all alex Love, yeah, By the way, yeah, yeah that's all spot. alex sorry, sorry. Um, alex is i just with wanted to camera. be able to see <laughs>
1: um, ethan was hard to see sorry. but i
5: feel like i feel like th- You know, you it is a thinking man's race still, even though it's it's full board because you got to know when to make the move. And if you make it too soon, you get repassed. There's 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 an element to this that just doesn't seem to be present anywhere
0: else. So so my thing, Tom, is, you know, more so for Ethan, I mean, this is probably what your first indoor since this year, maybe. Yeah, or, since uh, Batesville last oh, year, right? We don't so I mean, run so I mean, my thing is, it's like, how do you mentally prepare yourself going from a, a year's worth of outdoors to have to go back in the notebook an entire year to come back to Batesville this year?
3: Oh, which a lot of times, like when the racetrack gets, you know, a little bit slicker, a little bit of everything, that kind of equates more to the indoor stuff. But you know, you just gotta have it in the back of your head. You gotta go out there and, you know, if you got to, you gotta do what you gotta do. But. At the end of the day, racing the outdoor to an indoor, in my opinion, isn't a ton different. You know, you use a little bit of brake, trail braking and stuff on outdoor. You do that a lot more on indoor just because it's tighter. But uh, just kind of, you know, keeping it in the back of your head, having a game plan going into it. Just, you know, be ready to be aggressive if you got to. But you don't want to go out there and knock the nose off of it first corner either. So it's kind mm-hmm. of a it's a fine balance. And like Tom said, it's a hybrid, you know. it's very. Right. You got to be aggressive. You got to be smooth. You gotta you gotta have the whole package when you come run indoor races. Just like you gotta have the whole package when you go outdoor racing. Yeah.
1: Right. You can't be soft, but you can't. You know. you yeah. can't, can't just bulldoze. Exactly. You know, because that person you
3: uh, let's say you go out there and wreck somebody, you are gonna race that guy again in 25 minutes. Right. So, you know. You got to be. And it could, you know, it. you
1: could have did that in a pro class and he's going to give it back to you in an elite class. Exactly. you Exactly. Know? See, so. that's
5: what's always interesting to me, too, is like, I remember when we did the 20,000 win race that Shay won.
1: Yeah. That <laughs> went caution free. We, and, and we we talked about it with him. We thought it was like, who's going to be leading last? They're going to get dumped and stuff. Yeah. and He just yeah. he took off. That race yeah. went caution free.
5: Yeah. It was completely over with and all of the photos taken before the timer went off. Okay, In right? Three minutes. <laughs> now, about about some like twenty minutes later, the same group of carts comes out and I think they went three laps and timed out for five hundred bucks. <laughs> yes. Like it's it's the strangest thing.
3: It's just how it falls. Yeah. You, know, you can never predict restarts and stuff like that. But you know, a lot of times after you've been doing it a while, you can kind of not predict how a race is gonna go, but you got an idea, you know these people, you know, everybody's got tendencies. These people are gonna sit till the end. These people are gonna go and get to the front and try and block at the end. You know, it's just kind of, you gotta be uh, cautious, not cautious. You just gotta be paying attention to who you're racing against. And, Cautiously you know, aggressive? Uh, yeah, sometimes. Calculated aggressive. Calculated, yeah. Calculated. Calculated. That's, that's a better yeah. word. Calculated, Calculated word. aggression.
5: There is an element of patience yep.
3: here. Yep, so you just gotta be, you know, smart mentally and trying to, you know, make sure you got a piece at the end to win it. Cause it don't matter what position you're in if you ain't got a piece at the end. Definitely. Yep. So. so.
5: Who helped you make it all happen, man?
3: Uh, Jonathan Wheeler, 55 Cartel. Can't thank them guys enough. Uh, we got a great program. Uh, Daniel Burns, Mitch Hendricks, Platinum Racing Chassis, uh, the Speed Clinic, Dan Sox, PPM for the small block horsepower, uh, my mom, my dad, and girlfriend for letting me come and do this every weekend. And everybody who's over there in the pits, Tross family, uh, the Shaw family, uh, the Halls, uh, everybody who lo- plays a part and it takes our army to do what we do. And I'm very blessed to have a great group of people.
1: Definitely,
5: man. Oh, good luck to you this weekend, Ethan. Yeah. Thanks for dropping by. Appreciate it. Thank y'all for
1: having me. Have a good one.
5: As we look off into the crowd, who's next? Oh, next. Yeah. Who's next?
1: Are oh, we keep it clean? Got to okay. keep it clean. Okay, got to keep it clean. All right. Did I take the hat off, or what? You, you a, don't matter to you. You can do whatever I'll you want. Fit? This is safe. Oh boy. <laughs> it's a Batesville legend right here. Yes. I don't
5: know about that. Legend in his own mind.
1: <laughs> Might be the longest traveler though. Might be close to the longest traveler.
5: No? Yeah. Okay. So who are you? and Where are you from? Uh, Sean O'Neill from Horace, North Dakota. That is a long That's travel. A, what yeah,
1: 17, yeah. 18 hours? It was seventeen hours, but I made
8: a few stops on the way down to see family and everything else. What's well, the
5: difference in temperature between North Dakota
8: and uh, Batesville, Mississippi? Right? It now. doesn't hit zero here. <laughs> see, yeah. It doesn't hit zero here. Yeah, I, actually, the sad thing is it's warmer home than it is here right now. Is it really? really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, like I, I tell my dad all the time, it's like thirty degrees here, and it feels fine to me. Like, but thirty degrees in Illinois, oh, this yeah. place is Bad. cold. Yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs>
1: Yeah. Which is kind of crazy because I've always talked to people like they're like, "Oh, our cold's kind of different. It's got the humid. It'll cut humidity. It'll cut through clothes and stuff yeah. like that." But uh, with you, you—I mean, he has—you have an out, outside job, and yeah. uh, you know you're working in. I've seen Snapchats of zero degree weather. <laughs> yeah,
8: we work in blizzards no matter what. Our boss what makes do you us do?
1: Uh, we put decks on and buildings and
8: oh. metal craft stuff, and I'm an installer, so I got to be outside and it all.
5: And you do that even in the winter?
8: Yep. Wow. Yep. He tells us to get clothes and stay warm. <laughs>
1: they won't put themselves up. Nope. That's yep. crazy. Yep.
5: Wow. Okay. So, uh, coming into Batesville here, how many years have you been coming here? Because I know it's a while.
8: Uh, I think we met Ed Talk, and I've been coming since 16 every year, pretty much. Okay. when I started coming here. And what do you know, like
5: most about this race?
8: Uh, cowboy up racing, kind <laughs> of my driving style, and out of control, pretty much, really. <laughs> out of
1: control but in control chaos I think that's what we're chaos controlled about, right? chaos. 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 Now, chaos now this is yeah. controlled calculated chaos you got <laughs> to be patiently aggressive yeah yeah so uh you know you are riding for tim right and you know so yeah. what's this ride going on
8: well that's tim and then another guy keith piano behind me you know he's supplied the go-kart and motor for me and tim's on the tires and kind of what i did in 2019 when we won a lot of races so i kind of wanted to Duplicated again with them because that was kind of cool to do, and they've always treated me well. So I wanted to get one more shot with them before I hang it up, if I ever do hang it up. So. Is there
1: thoughts of that? Like,
8: yeah, I told, yeah, I've told a few people and told my dad that if I don't ever win Batesville, I'm probably done and never going to come back again. So.
1: (laughs) Kind of like the Kyle Larson, you're done after you don't win the Chili (laughs) Bowl. Once you win it.
8: Yeah, so long as I keep winning i'll keep coming back but if i don't i probably won't come back well
5: if he's anything like kyle larson he'll go form his own event his <laughs> yeah i can't win this one so i'm gonna complain about the purse and go form it for my own money that i win yeah so i can pay myself
8: yeah i've had thoughts about it but i don't it's, it's hard to get away once you're away like i i quit full-time racing in 21 and here i still ran probably eight races since then but because I wanted to be done then but I just keep coming back and
1: it's kind of that's kind of your thing now you're kind of known as the guy who just shows up at Batesville and does good because you don't sit in a seat all year long and yeah. we just got done talking with Ethan who races year round and then you come out here run up front at Batesville and you only run once or twice a year so tell me how do, how does that even work like well it, it's just like walking
8: well yeah I guess kind <laughs> of the first practice session is usually a little rusty and then I kind of just get in a rhythm at that that's kind of why I like to run all the classes I can run to get more time in the seat and Knock the rust off. Like last year, I felt like I just started getting good at the end of the night on Saturday by the time I left. And <laughs> yeah. so I wish we We're ready a, to start the weekend yeah. now and it's the end. Yeah, I wish we could have been a three-day. It would have been nice. No. no. <laughs> you made it the rest of the Six, 66 yeah. classes later. Here we yeah. are. Yeah. 66 classes
4: later. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Tom's over here.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, I drink...
1: <laughs> Squash up, get to the grid. <laughs> oh yeah,
8: no, it's I don't know. It just keeps coming back. It's just fun, and I don't know. I, I kind of get annoyed. I've ran go cards for since I was a little kid or whatever, and I race all the time all over the country. But I just get tired of racing all day and all night. That just bothers me, and I hate waking up early in the mornings to go on the track at nine o'clock for practice. And then your yeah. last feature is done at midnight. Which... That was
5: always the hardest when I was racing carts too, is you, you have a practice at 9am. It's like 9am. I'm just getting ready to eat breakfast. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Not a morning the,
8: person. Yeah, especially on the weekend too. Yeah. Like you don't want to get up early. and I don't know. It just kind of bored me out after a while. So then I just kind of do the one deal and then usually after baseball, I'm over go-karts for about two months and then I'm trying to figure <laughs> out something to do. and I don't know. I got a few ideas in mind to, finish off the year, but I'm not sure if they're going to go through or not, but.
5: Well, it's always a fun time and, and you've had, you've had success here. Talk a little bit about what you think it takes to be successful here.
8: Uh, well, I mean, everybody's always talking about you got to be smooth behind the wheel in a go kart and keep your hands steady. But I, I kind of think that's kind of backwards on this place. I mean, I think the smoother you are behind the wheel, the, the slower you are kind of like. If you're not you, up on it. Yeah. You got to be up on the wheel and get and go and wide open pretty much all the way around and be not fall out of the seat and hang on to it I guess.
5: Is there anything outdoors that you can compare it to? I mean, I feel like even if you run the same size track outdoors, it's still a completely different thing.
8: Yeah, I, I don't, I mean, I I felt like I was out of shape coming in this year, so I got on iRacing and I uh turned my force feedback up on my wheel to put force against me to try to hold my head up more and not get tired. because. Mm. Last year I got tired behind the wheel on Friday night, and I don't want that happening again.
5: So. So the old sim kind of creeping into dirt go kart racing here a little yeah.
1: bit. Sean has a Sean has a feat he wants to do this year, though. It's a it's it's a crazy feat to, yeah. to think of it. So what is it? Tell us.
8: Uh, well, I know there's only one guy that's done it before, and I want to win lights and super heavy <laughs> in the same night. I know one guy's <laughs> only done it.
1: Who's the, the one guy? Who, is, who did uh, that? Dickerson. That's Mike. What yeah. I oh, really? Okay, Mike
8: yeah.
5: Dickerson did. It. Uh,
8: Interesting. That's my one goal I want to kind of – I'm kind of really focused on lights this year, and hopefully I can sneak in a super heavy. Now,
5: how do you – but how do you deal with the weight difference, though?
8: (laughs) I've I've been trying to lose some body weight. Luckily, with the 200-pound rule, I can – I have enough uniform on or whatever, you know, to make 200 pounds. So long, long as I get my body weight down, I think I'll be pretty good in lights. Interesting. Those, those... Okay.
5: So are you not eating all weekend?
8: I haven't <laughs> have ate <an> today. <laughs> <Wow. laughs> have today. Wow. <laughs> I haven't, I don't lose to eat when I travel
1: or when I race. So I probably won't have a meal till Saturday and I Every mean, when I eat, yeah, I I'm the same way. It's tough to eat and, and race. Like yeah. I just feel uncomfortable. Yeah, like it, it might have been a bag of chips, but like it just sits in my stomach, and I just feel kind of uncomfortable in the car. Really? Yeah, it's weird. Yeah. So I'll I'll go all day long. I won't eat till we get back to like the hotel. you wow. know?
5: Yeah. How do you keep the energy up though?
1: Yeah, a lot Adrenaline. of a lot of electrolytes, a couple okay. energy drinks, okay. water. You know, just Could you light and Gatorade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Best friend, yeah. I always tell people if I
8: eat during races that they might as well just let them go home because that means I'm pretty confident. <laughs> so, so if you see me eating, it's not really a good sign. I'm feeling pretty good. But you
5: can't eat this weekend because you're trying to do light.
8: No, yeah, I, <laughs> I, I won't eat. I,
5: I don't. I feel like because I mean I dropped four pant sizes since last year and I would never be able to make. I'd be way overweight still in light
8: class. Yeah. How do you,
5: how will you even deal with that difference uh, in weight?
8: I, I Well, I mean, we're going to take weight off quick as we can to get down the lights because it's 330 to 420 yeah. and they're kind of back <laughs> to back, so we're going to have to hustle. Wow. But just grab
1: seats and yeah, just swap seats.
8: Yeah. <laughs> uh, last year when I rode for Adam, I had another go-kart, so that was easier to do than it is this year, but I only got one go-kart Ooh, now. But that's tough.
1: That's real tough. Yeah,
8: but I mean, I don't think the weight is really going to matter here, kind of. I mean, OK. I don't, it'll have a little effect like on restarts and starts like that. But I think once we're rolling, it, I think momentum. Yeah, momentum will be fine.
1: As long as you hit the tires right. Yeah, Yeah.
8: it's going to be, if if I can qualify in front, it's going to be tougher for the kids to move me out of the way at being 200 pounds. Just a brick, just a brick right there in front of them. That's
9: that's
5: actually a good point.
1: Yeah.
8: I'll look like Bowser out there
5: with (laughs) the (laughs) kids.
8: So, yeah, that's, yeah. This may
5: be the first sha Na -na reference you've ever
8: had on this podcast. Yeah. No, it's, I don't know, I, I like this place, it's probably my favorite racetrack to come to, and well besides Daytona, but I haven't been there for for years.
0: You don't drive that, do you?
8: Do you fly that? I don't fly. You do drive? I, do, I would drive, yeah.
1: How far I, is Daytona from your house?
0: I what, think I 36 hours? To-
1: 24, 25. God, Jesus. Yeah. yeah. I love long trips. That's- <laughs> Yeah, that's- That's, that's a, pushing it. Also, that's a, also, Sean's truck has no cruise control. So yeah, it's all foot. no cruise control.
8: It's no all foot truck. the whole yeah. time. Wow. Well, luckily I only go to my dad's yeah. it's nine hours though, from where <laughs> I live, but that was still pretty far to go with no cruise. Yeah, it is. I, yeah, you won't that's one thing, you won't catch me on an airplane. I won't ever get on an airplane. Not an airplane guy? Nope, not an airplane guy. Oh, oh shit, that's
0: how I got here. <laughs> I
8: just, just scared of him. I don't know, just, Really? M- me, my dad, and my mom are the same way. We don't like flying. My mom's the only one that flew and she was terrified and it's not I the just,
1: fall that'll kill you, it's that sudden stop. Yeah, yeah it's that sudden stop that'll I get mean, you. Once you're
8: up there, it's like
5: <laughs> it's in God's hands. Exactly To me it like that doesn't uh, it what's funny is the first experience I ever had with flying was actually with the Coca-Cola holiday and aeronautics stunt group. Really? Yeah. Local air show. I was working for the radio station in my hometown. And um, they sent me as their rep basically to go cover the air show. And they were offering free media rides. Really? Now, I'd never been in a plane. And I'm thinking, well... Okay, they'll take us up in the air and you know hang around, and then they'll bring us back down.
0: Oh, was he mistaken? No, no. That's, yeah,
5: that's what I get for thinking. So <laughs> no. I going to do this, and next thing I know, I'm doing flips at 200 miles an hour, and my uh, stomach out? is. Um, no, I didn't. I managed to, to, but they, you know, because it's like 95 degrees, and they got you bubbled in, and you got the, you know, the 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 uh, your face radio is pulling down. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just like. I I got out of that plane and I'm like, I've I've got to take the rest of the day off. My stomach was still up in the air. It was it was crazy. So I'm like, well, okay, that probably wasn't a great way to start your flying career. Yeah. So if, if you're afraid of a regular
8: plane, don't ever yeah, do that. Yeah, airplanes and roller coasters, I won't do. Oh, see,
5: I love roller yeah. coasters. I That's
8: don't funny. think you like that roller coaster, though. That was- <laughs> No, that was, well,
5: I can't that was, that was a difference
0: expensive. of... Uh, that was a combination.
5: I'll flip the roller coasters all day as long as I'm still on the track, but, yeah. <laughs> you know. But it's just a, it just it was just a really weird way to do it. Uh, way to get started in flying and I figured out that anytime I'm in an airplane now drama me needs to be with me. Um, <laughs> yep, motion sickness is a big deal for me. Yeah.
0: But so you have you know, who do you have to thank, man?
8: Uh, I got to thank Tim Isles cuz he kind of approached me on this deal and then Nikki and Keith Piano behind me to to buy all the stuff to come down here and Ryan Tormentson who gave me money to for sponsors and to help me get entries paid and everything else, and supplying me with the summer job. Uh, Joe Thomas for the fire suit and let me come down here, because we're supposed to be getting ready for the dome, but let me get a weekend off to come race. Uh, my dad for Coleman, uh, no matter what, if I tell him let's go to Batesville in two weeks, he's there with me no matter what, and always supports me. And uh, that's about it all I can think Oh, Todd Miller for the motor for this weekend.
1: And before we go, what's the class count?
8: Uh, six today and five on Saturday, maybe six on Saturday. Most mm-hmm. so far. Most go. so far. 12, yeah.
1: Eleven, possibly twelve. God yeah, holly. we're
8: going to see how I am in lights tomorrow. And then if it's if I'm pretty competitive, then I'll run it on Saturday.
1: Yeah, no need to run it if it's not no good. Yeah, yeah and awesome. it,
8: it, it don't pay the three grand either yeah. like it does on Friday. So, yeah.
1: well, Cool deal. Well, Sean, thanks for yeah. coming yeah. To sit with Thank us, you. buddy. Appreciate it, buddy. And, yeah. uh, good good luck you this weekend. You thanks thanks you.
5: for coming out. That's incredible. 11 classes. Okay, next guest coming in. Uh-oh.
1: Oh, We're that's... off to
5: a bad start because he's got a charging Charlie Mefford shirt on. This is not, uh, that's my hero. Hero.
1: That's your hero. not a good sign. Yeah,
5: see, that. there's the problem right there. So he, the, the problem is now this young man has already learned where he can't park.
1: See. <laughs> hey, you can't but park there. He knows exactly where to park at Batesville, that's right.
9: Yep, Victory Lane.
1: Yeah, how So a- who who are you and where are you from?
9: Uh I'm Tucker Polichek from Hammond, Louisiana.
1: Get close to your looks mic looks there.
9: There.
5: there.
1: There you
9: up. go. Uh, I'm Tucker Polichek from Hammond, Louisiana.
1: There you go. How
5: old are you?
9: Uh, I'm twelve years old.
1: Twelve years old. You can be running junior two? Uh
9: junior two and the NEF junior. Gotcha.
1: Gotcha. And and you already have a pretty good amount of experience around this place. Tell us a little bit about it
9: uh well rookie uh when I won the two back to back in the years I uh, came through and then we just kind of started to slow down slow down and then last year we finally started to make all the shows and Friday last year my dad didn't uh, my dad couldn't come and because of the work so mm-hmm. we had to like leave that night to make it up there for a Saturday and Friday we still made all the shows and that's what I'm looking to do this year
5: that's great yeah so what do you like most about racing here
9: uh I, I just like how fast it is on a short track and like all the drilling running through you
5: where do you uh usually race
9: uh i usually race around mississippi uh we would usually go off to some big races east coast uh but not very too often
5: and how long have you known charlie Mefford? have you met charlie
9: uh, I, I'm talk to Charlie a little bit. We're not we don't like talk on a daily basis. Have you
0: but, met Charlie mefford?
9: Yeah, I met
5: Charlie. <laughs> I was kidding. I I, kid, I I tease Charlie all the time. Charlie's yeah. amazing. <laughs> Charlie needs to get back and race here again. he, uh, he like is. He sits
1: in the grandstand. Is he racing this no, year? I no, thought he was. No, no, oh, no. Oh, okay. No, he, I, think, I think that fell through. I think he's just gonna help grading. I think. He's, oh, okay. He's
9: pinning again. He's pinning
5: again. Yeah, a
1: little pin he helps. Needs yeah. to
5: race again. He 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 sits in the grandstand and yells at me the whole time. And you know he's like my biggest fan over there. Hey, but,
9: he's uh, got he's got a big deal in uh big cars now. He
5: is. Yeah. Yeah. He's a legend in his own mind. I mean he's yeah he's, uh, No, i have to i have to tease him because that makes him laugh but no he's he is he really is a great driver now you're uh 12 you said right now do you have any ambitions of driving a bigger car at some point
9: uh, i don't really like big cars like i don't really get them to be honest with you i'm probably just going to stick with racing and maybe one day i'll move up if i do move up it's probably going to be an elite model
5: okay weight models are cool
1: and so uh you know what this is your fourth or fifth year running here racing i know you've been coming for a long time
9: yeah i've been coming since i was two but i think the first time i raced here was 2018.
1: and what's your favorite part about it
9: uh just the short track and how good it gets
1: yeah and so how's this year going for you
9: not very good uh this morning we were coming through with the trailer and we had the golf cart hooked on it and the golf cart flew off on and Jackson and batteries flew everywhere and it was trash. And then oh, wow. uh, right now my mom is broke down on the side of the road.
1: Oh no. Wow. And
9: so dad's over there trying to get that car worked on. So it's not it's starting off not too well.
5: Somebody's got a
1: voodoo doll somewhere <laughs> putting pins in it. Goodness gracious. Hey,
0: better get off the mic then. We don't want the
1: voodoo doll coming to us. <laughs> That's okay. Well, yeah. That's okay. You, you make your own luck, you know? You get, it, you get it turned around and you make it happen yourself. Probably oh. going
5: to win two or three slots now because yeah. that's how it usually happens. He's, he's yeah, already Matt had like it. All he's all already sudden. had the yeah. bet. you
1: know? So he's, he's already yep. got it out of the way. Yep. You
9: know? Hey, I'm glad I got it out today instead so <laughs> of the weekend. <laughs>
1: yeah, that's, a good, that's a good way to look at it. What's your favorite subject in school? I don't like school. <laughs> He's like, you like to go See, racing.
5: I didn't ask you if you like school or not. I asked you what your favorite subject was. There is
9: no favorite subject. <laughs> See?
5: That's not good. That that does sound like a Charlie Mefford answer to me somehow. <laughs> I don't know. That uh, definitely sounds that way. But that is not something your mom's gonna wanna hear, by the way.
9: Hey, she knows it. <laughs> she, she knows.
5: <laughs> it's important to get good grades.
1: Yeah, you got to You got to finish school so you can go racing. Yeah, That's right. Yeah.
9: Gotta get good grades to go to the East Coast.
1: You gotta get good grades so you get a good job and you buy and then, more then tires. You go to the East yeah, Coast. then you go to the East Coast. Yeah.
5: So where in the East Coast do you want to go?
9: Uh, it, one day, like when I get older, I'm probably gonna move up to North Carolina and try to race like Paradise and Triple T. Oh,
5: ah,
1: okay. Yeah, they, he's already been to the track. Maxis Nationals, the Big O. He's yep. been, to, you know, World One Hundred, Daytona. So he's been to multiple already. So he's got a taste of it. So I think, I think, it, I think it might have bit him over there. So Could
5: race in the Ultimate Kart Series that uh, that they have over there. I I've had fun calling those races this year. That's a Carolina's based series. So maybe someday you can come over and race those.
9: Hopefully, yeah. yeah. So
5: who helps you make it happen, man?
9: Uh. The man upstairs, uh, my grandpa and grandpa, my grandma and grandpa, my mom and dad, extreme speed, extreme speed, tire solutions, Thunderbolt racing engines, uh, camo cuts, Ronnie's towing transportation. I, I kind of forgot the name of that one, but like everybody that helps, uh, if you're on the side of the go-kart, you know, every, everybody.
1: There you go, buddy. Well, we hope to see you up front, and I hope Tom's calling your name a lot. And uh, good I, luck this- I time. often do. Yeah. He'll get some
5: polls, you watch. There you go, good get luck, buddy. All right, Dan. T- Tucker, poll check. Mirror. And now we have, uh-oh, do we have the boss coming in we now? Have the,
1: we have, we have the the hour, the boss now of FID. Now we have to get
5: serious and straighten up and fly right, because the boss is here. <laughs>
1: He's the boss of this weekend's operation.
5: FID Dan is yeah. with us now.
4: Thanks for having me. I'm glad to be here. I didn't yeah, expect
1: it. Yeah. So this is your first time ever at a go-kart race that this- This uh, magnitude. Caliber, you know, and it's it's right. very, it's once a year. It's, right. It's, uh, so what is your first impressions?
4: Uh, well, I've said this to Connor a few times now, but I, so I was at the Chili Bowl this last year, um, and this is pretty much the Chili Bowl. I mean, it, it reminds me of the Chili Bowl. The, the, the venue reminds me of the Chili Bowl. The amount of entries reminds me of the Chili Bowl. It's just, it's the coolest event that I could possibly think of in terms of go-karting. And I come from the Midwest where go-karting isn't really like the thing, you know. It's modified country. It's late model country. It's not really go-karts. And so to see this level of it is just like a whole new avenue, you know. It's
5: interesting that you bring up the Chili Bowl because this race really kind of started taking off because the Chili Bowl used to have a big go-kart race and then they stopped it. And this event basically became what that event was and more. Um, but yeah, there's there's a correlation between the two. And
4: so yeah. And throughout the years, it's been the Lucas Oil, you know, Chili yeah. Bowl Nationals, and to see O'Reillys being involved in an event yes. like this, super cool. Is yep. so cool. And the way that they do the ticket sales, where you can go, or the the pit pass sales, I'm sorry, where you can go actually to O'Reillys yes. and get it.
0: Oh, it can be a headache though. Don't don't well, get me wrong. It can yeah, be a headache because
4: yeah. boy, does it give you an opportunity to involve yourself with the people that you're. You know, sponsoring. Right. I and also in
1: your community, you know? It's, absolutely. There's a, every, every every place, every every yep. city has an O'Reilly's, you know? Right. From a marketing standpoint,
5: that was genius. Oh, yes. And, and it was innovative because obviously if you have to go to O'Reilly to get a pit pass, what are you probably going to do while you're there? You're going to buy talk something
1: about else. that and you're going to talk about go-karting. Yeah. And you could show it to somebody a new set of eyes to the sport and, yep. and help grow. Yeah, I think I think there's only two events that O'Reilly's does that they sell the tickets like this. It's Monster Jam and it's us. Wow. So you know, I went over there and like, oh, you're here for monster Jam tickets. I'm like, no, I'm here for the O'Reilly indoor cart nationals. Oh, okay. That's the other event. Yeah. So it just puts another set of eyes on, on our great sport that we have that, you know, we want to help grow Mm -hmm. this
5: sport or this uh, event was the first event to have an outside sponsor like O'Reilly, which is huge. It's, it's,
1: it's, it's it's an excellent way to not recycle the money. Right. Uh, You know, I feel like that's a big thing in our sport. I don't see any other major racing sports, uh, recycle money like we do, you know, And, and that's it's not to say it's a bad thing. At least we have money coming into the sport. But right. you know, y- you see uh you know, you'll see companies in the sport to where they'll put money up, you'll win it, but then you have to go buy from that company again. So it's just like a rotating wheel for us. So if we yep. had, you know, like like this with O'Reilly's, uh it's an excellent way to give us some more light on our sport, you know. Right.
8: Right. Well,
5: and, and it's expanded. I mean, you, you know, you look at the, the list of sponsors now, you got E3 smart plugs, you got ZMAX. Um, you know, we've had a number uh, tub of towels. We've had a number of outside sponsors that have been part of the event over the years. And, and that's really it's a testament to the fact that the event is as big as it is. And, of course, having the the shows on Mav TV and, and the live stream that, that we do, you um, You know, that makes a difference too. But that's Lanier from the start. This has been all about giving back to the sport and trying to elevate karting, you know, a little bit. And, you know, he's been a consistent leader in that over the years. The O'Reilly deal was actually a combination of Lanier and Bobby Waltrip. Really? Yeah. Bobby put together a video, I think it was back in 2004. I
1: think it's on YouTube. Somewhere on YouTube. I think it's on YouTube, yeah. The
5: video really was far less about the event. It was just all about karting and the grassroots aspect of Mm -hmm. it and how it it gives kids the chance to get started in the sport. And um, that video was kind of the the tipping point for the O'Reilly deal to go through. So, that's cool. um, they were really impressed by what karting is and the fact that that it aligns perfectly with their DIY audience.
1: Yeah, sure. do it yourself. You know? yeah. yeah, and that that's extremely like yeah. good karting. I mean, right. any form of racing until you get to the professional levels is, is do it yourself kind right. of deal. You know, yep. until you get your rides that you're signing for and everything like that. It's it's, it's pretty much you know dad and son, you know, family yep. environment. You know,
4: I think this. Event specifically is a great example as to why companies should be involved in this level of racing because as of right now, I See, think I agree. I think that it's a big push to be involved in the world of outlaws or be involved in high limit and be involved in those levels of racing. And while those are great, I love the outlaws, I love high limit, but those don't exist without this level of racing. Exactly. And whether it be go karts or three hundred fives or or limited late models or Micro whatever it is, sprints,
5: quarter midgets, exactly. Yeah,
4: the involvement Lights in, in the that cars. level is way better in terms of. Marketing, I think, for a company. I mean, well, I,
0: I mean, you look at the big thing. I mean, you know, all of us who have done, you know, this sport. I mean, hell, when I raced, I was buying spark plugs from for, from O'Reilly's. Yeah, for the engines, you know. So yeah, you know, we
1: get wax. You can get wax pads from for prep pads. You get gloves. You know, you 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 can get a ton of different things. You know, sure. It's Carburetor I, cleaner to clean off some stuff on on you know, the shop. You know? Or so, your hands. Yeah. Or your hands. Or your hands. You just right. make yeah. Right. <laughs> <The> <laughs> Until it finds thing a cut
5: is that. You know a lot of it and and i talk to companies all the time that are in nascar for example and it's like well you know sure because there's you know millions of people watching on TV or whatever, but it's like the, the, their sponsorship consists of being on the B post of some car in the Cup Series, right? And then the guy wins, and he doesn't even mention him, right? Yeah. Right? Because like, they're
1: so down tier. It's not you're not on the hood unless you're on the unless you're on the hood
0: of the quarter panel. You're not getting mentioned.
4: And so, the amount of money that that takes is
1: while insane. there's a business to business aspect of that, that
5: that can make that worth it, even though you don't get the mention. The reality is that there's an awful lot of good reasons to put together a marketing program at the bottom because there's a ton of dirt go-carters out there and you start sponsoring events like this, and they're gonna be more loyal to you for supporting them than you know the folks even in NASCAR because there's so many other companies you're, you're, you you're get to be a big fish in a little pond versus the other way around.
1: And I think something that's super important though is, is something that this event has done perfectly is is give a platform for a market Correct. to come to come show off you right. know we're showing their name off you know I think if we can move that you know more into other races yep. uh, in this sport it would grow even more. Right. Uh, I think it's very important to give a platform you know Promoting is a big thing. I know it's a tough job. I mean, my parents did it for a long time, yep. uh, so I know how hard it is. But I mean, if if, if this race can do it for thirty-three years and, and and keep sponsors happy, it's 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 possible other places. Well,
5: and it and it doesn't have to be as expansive as yes, this. Yes, yeah, but, it is.
1: But you're right because
5: karting, um, a lot of kart race promoters and series do a terrible job of. of promoting the event, even in the city where it's going to happen. You know, we have cart races, for example, at Charlotte motor speedway every year. It's not that fans wouldn't come out.
1: They don't know and about watch it. Watch
5: it. They don't know it exists. Right. And it's like, it's, it would be so easy to go into a, a couple of the bigger sports media and, and just, you know, get on somebody's show or whatever. Um, and, you know, that's that's the big thing. It's like and even as a racer, if you want sponsors, you've got to do that stuff. Facebook I mean, is not all you have to
1: do. I mean, Scotty and Shane were on a radio station just a couple of days ago talking. I think uh, yeah. they've been on a couple. Yeah. 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 They, I seen I seen yeah. it on Facebook. And... I mean,
5: you know, it's in and that's the name of the game is you've got to get out there and, and you got to go talk to people that aren't already in karting. Yeah. You know, I think a lot of people don't realize when you post on Facebook, you're posting to an audience that already knows about it.
1: Said that before, you know, uh, you know I, I'm sharing these, you know, races, but you know, I have 4,000 friends and 2,500 of them already race, right, you know, right. so it, it's like okay, I, I seen that on ten different right. other Facebook pages, and it's just it, there's we got to dilute get, we, the, you, you dilute it, yeah, is what we got to get to the people who don't know about That's it. That's right. Yeah, so. you got
5: to get to the people in the cities. And the other thing is, is when you post on Facebook, only about three to five percent of your following season.
1: Yeah, that's right? just the way the algorithm works. That's why works. people
5: struggle because they're like, I got five thousand followers, but I, I'm not getting any engagement. Well, I, get 50, I get fifty. I get fifty engagement.
1: You know? So yeah.
5: I mean, I built my site Steering Wheel Nation is actually an app, and I and it is a social app. And and the the reason why I like that is because if you come to my site. And you look at a piece you're guaranteed to see the content that you've asked for by channels that you've joined because there is no algorithm. Right. Mm-hmm. Facebook and TikTok and all these social platforms have algorithms and they have to because they can't show you a billion posts so right. they the algorithm rates the distribution based on popularity yeah. and that's why so many short track racers have a problem growing their following because they just so, fall on the track the whole right. the, the so they what they really need is something that they own like the app I've got for example in iHub they need to have something like that use Facebook to drive your traffic to the thing you own and all race track series they all should have these things now because what you need is your own community where you have everybody's email or whatever where you can communicate directly with them and then do giveaways and have fun with
1: them you, you essentially it's, have a LinkedIn for for racing right essentially that's what it is a linkedin for racing which is awesome because you know that that helps with promoting you can really right. team you can really get to even like know people it's not yeah. about you know obviously we have different ways of communicating you know text messages is the easiest yep. but uh that's the best way to meet people you know other, right. other than being at the racetrack because that you know face-to-face is awesome but uh that's a that's another great way to meet people and interact and share ideas that you can't see every day
5: absolutely yeah i mean that's it's promoting is hard but it's the only thing that can get you a return yep another set of tires is not going to get you a return yeah you'll get to go race but you're just going to use up the tires and throw them away right you know so the
4: forms of promoting have changed a lot too to your to your point it's not just put something in the newspaper and then go on the radio and say something and everybody's going to hear it in the local area you know i mean just going on, like you say, going on Facebook. You, you don't see half the stuff people post. And you put something on a billboard, nobody's gonna see it. You put something on on the radio, and. Know, know, so nobody's
5: still anymore. Well, that's not true. See, that's the thing is old school still works. So like businesses still need the email list or like I said, they need a hub. See, my, the hub for me is it's my website with benefits because the benefit I get is we have a cart channel and I'm putting content from this event in that cart channel. So if you're subscribed to that channel, you're going to be guaranteed to see it because it's going to notify you that that content's there. Sure. So. You know, there's there are there are tools now that you can get that you should be using as your main hub, your main place to put stuff, and then share it out to your social and bring it back. But radio is still effective. There in fact, radio outdoes video still. For for even the eighteen to twenty-four market, there are surveys that are done that that, that show that they're still they're they're listening to, to, to radio. And now they also stream. So and they may be listening to the station through their website, okay, or through TuneIn or one of the streaming services, but they they listen. Radio is still effective. And that's social media is only a a part of the toolbox. It's not the whole thing.
1: Yeah. So let's get back to you, Dan. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, we kind of went on a tangent there, but it was great. Yeah. So what like. In a, in a good way. What are you doing here?
4: You know, like I'm what are you doing this weekend? Uh, a, no, like, why yeah, are you
1: here? Yeah, no, like what are you like? What's what you got going on this weekend?
4: Here to make a, a nice video on the event. Like I say, I'm coming down here for the first time, and I'm so I'm kind of bringing in a new set of eyes. Um, I'm, I I understand that there, you know, is a couple of photographers here and a couple of people that do some some media stuff, but uh, nobody that's really ever done like full blown post production video, not live streaming, not posting something, you know, like a, a, like a clip a, of a, a clip live, of yeah. a live stream or something like that. Doing an actual like full production and telling the story of the event, uh, and so that's what I'm here to do. And, and obviously, we're involved with you guys, the 4TF and FID combination for this event. And and the documentary will be uh, something cool that I'm excited to have everybody see. So yeah. um, that'll probably be a little while before it comes out, but we got two days yet of filming of, of the fun stuff. Now we're yeah. we're kind of through the day of moving in and getting all that stuff done. We've
1: so. got our we have our feet wet. You know, we've yeah, we, right. we've got some really good stuff I think so far, and I think it only gets better from here. I
4: can't wait. Yeah, I can't wait. Hopefully Connor does well. Yeah.
1: Hopefully. Give hopefully. us some some That's video worthy stuff, huh? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. So So, you know, you, you what made you start FID? Uh
4: well, I was actually I started racing well when I was a kid, I was racing go-karts. I stopped for a while. I moved to the, to the metro area of Minneapolis and did a bunch of football. When I got back into racing, my first option and my in my opinion, best option was to start with go-kart racing. I had never turned wrenches. I had never set anything oh, wow. up. I had never done any of that stuff ever. This was two and a half years ago. Um, and my goal was to get into sprint car racing. So when I'm doing all this research, I'm looking around and trying to find videos, because and for me, all I watch is videos. I mean, YouTube is the biggest thing that I have. My phone, if you were to go into the analytics of my phone, probably 70% of my phone use is through YouTube. I yeah. mean, it's, that's, that's what I'm doing. So I go to watch go-kart content. Well. There isn't any, I couldn't find any. I could find like three Hunt the Front videos and they were just kind of like vlogs of them racing. It's not like actually talking about what you're doing, why you're doing it, et cetera, et cetera. Now, I guess you could say Tanner Holmes, but that's all wing card stuff. We don't do any of that stuff. Up kind of needed.
1: Frank's Outdoors now. Yeah, you know? yeah. yeah.
4: Frank's Outdoors. Yeah. does yeah. our right. ultimate curse right. they do a good job. Yeah, but you know, at that time I couldn't find really anything. And so I'm like, okay, well, what a better thing for me to do than to start a YouTube channel at the very beginning of my dirt career, you know, if you will, because I don't really count my childhood. And so I just started from scratch. I'm like, I went and bought a go-kart and the first day, the first video I ever made was that day. Bring it home. Brought it home. And I'm like, okay, well, this is, this is it. And then when I got into sprint car racing, the the options are even more limited in terms of the YouTube stuff. Like now there's a lot of options. The times have changed. Hunt the Front has changed everything. There's tons of vlog content on YouTube now. That's kind of why i've changed over to more documentary stuff but um you know it, there just wasn't much out there and so i'm like well you might as well keep this going and it's just kind of expanded from there you know i mean it's it's turned into a company and it's turned into the, the forged Media brand um and we're just going to continue down the line here and see what happens but um you know three five sprint car racing is a, a little different from what you guys are doing here yeah. and, and you know kind of how we do things and etc cetera, etc cetera. so you know we're gonna do a bunch of traveling on this year and, and see what happens and see where forged and dirt, dirt goes Not,
1: do you see it taking over your racing career and putting racing in the back
4: well uh that's kind of something that i've actually had to like even question now going into year three is like i have opportunities to work with some of the major streaming brands and make stuff for them but to do that i would have to sacrifice my own racing well I'm, like, I am like I played football for a long time. I played in college, I played in high school, et cetera, et cetera, so I'm naturally a competitor. And the last thing I would ever want to do is give up the competition in my life. Although there's competition in business, it's not the same thing no. as, as competing on the racetrack or competing on the field. It's a completely different feeling. There's adrenaline involved with business, but it's nothing at all like getting in a race car, strapping in and it being you versus 19 other guys to see who can finish across that line first. and it's a completely different sport than anything I've ever played. And, and and I've played baseball, football, basketball, a lot of the stick and ball sports. This is very different. It's it's not you and a team, it's you, machine, and physics, and all three of those things have to come together properly for you to have a good night. And a lot of times, 90% of that is out of your control. You have control of your mental, and most of the time, everything else is just out of your hands. and that's not the case in football. Like I played quarterback. I've got full control. Yeah. There's I, everything that happens on that field I have control over. I can ma- you manipulate You throw a double coverage and get an interception Well, you shouldn't have well, thrown a double coverage. Exactly, yeah. right. But if I go out there and expect for the track to be dry and somehow moisture comes up out of the racetrack because the dew point was was higher and there's moisture in the air and it said I don't have any control over yeah. that. You know, I just had to make a guess and if I was right, if I was right otherwise no wrong answer. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, heard that somewhere before. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's it's a it's the most wonderful sport in the world. And so a long answer to that is I don't know if I could quit it just it to might, go make money. It might money. be
1: toned down, but right.
4: Yeah, I, I could maybe do that. But I mean, even still, like I've got a forty-five race schedule for next year that we've got going. You know, we're gonna start way out in, in, on the east coast and work our way back towards the Midwest. If it doesn't work out this year, then maybe we can consider. You know what's going to happen after year three, but as of right now, let's, let's go racing. You know, that's, that's my biggest, do it till you can't. Right. 26, might as well do it now. Right. Yeah. Yeah.
5: I mean, in, in, you can always hire people to do the video stuff, but then that's hard too, because you want to be in control of that right. as well. Right, right. right. Yeah.
1: You have to be able to trust so, that they're going to put out the same quality, if not better than what you would do, you Right, know?
4: and be able to do and talk to and, and negotiate and do all the things that I would normally be doing in that scenario. Yeah. So yeah, it's a tough thing. But. One
1: is spending
5: money and the other is making
4: it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but, but. You make enough money, yeah. you can spend the money. That's it's right. about right. Exactly, yeah. so this is my time. That's why while well, you guys are racing, I'm going to make videos and do all my stuff you guys can spend your money, and I'll do that <laughs> come April. You yeah. Know? So, yeah. Uh, uh, awesome, man. 305s yeah. are cool. Awesome. Oh, I love them. I love them. I'm uh, I'm happy they exist because three sixties are.
5: Yeah, it's. I mean, it's tough. Sprint car racing is just. It you know the four tens obviously are. You really, if you're yeah. gonna race for a national championship at a 410, you're you're a million dollars in. Right. And 360s yeah. are not that, but they're still pretty expensive. Absolutely. ASCS I think has a great model for the regional and national tours, but then 305s I think are so economical. Although they're, they're talking getting, to you, it sounds like they're they're getting up there. getting reason they're, getting up they're there. allowing
1: it to, yeah. which is really which is of, just like any sport, yeah. right? I mean, you it, try and have something that's economical, and they'll just keep boom 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 absolutely. boom 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 because yeah. And then they're gonna make something new. People
4: do anything to win. That's just the way that that goes. I mean, you could be racing for a plastic trophy or a million dollars and people are gonna do whatever
1: it is. It's the competitive nature of a racer. See, I think we've
5: lost the plastic trophy racers. I think think it's
1: more of a golf check and an actual check.
5: Everybody wants now the big money. They all want to be racing for big purses. And it's like, it's just not realistic. You know, 305s are not made for that. Even karting's not made for that, though uh, we have it. And
4: um, luckily we haven't gotten there yet. I think the the biggest race we have have is 3,000 in the country. I think the biggest race we have is 3,000. That's
1: a normal weekend. Yeah. Well, that's a normal
4: weekend in a go-kart rate, right, you know? Yeah. And yeah, I hear about like, I don't know, I don't know if it still happens, but I heard about a $50,000 to well, win. Well, yeah. 100. And actually,
1: I
5: mean, you know, and I can say it cause I, I mean, when L- 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 here started that trend. This yeah. event had the 20,000 to win on our 20th anniversary. 20 grand, 20
1: yeah. grand
5: to win.
4: Right there. 20 um, laps. And 20, 20 grand. Yeah. A it, thousand a lap? Yep. Yeah. Oh
5: my god, And it, here's the, here's the irony of that. It went caution free. <laughs>
4: Yeah, it, yeah. he yeah,
5: won it. it
1: was. He won twenty grand in about four minutes, three four minutes. Yeah, yeah, three four like, minutes. It, it,
4: like it, that. it was
5: over, and it was over in a lightning bolt. And and then the same group of carts came out about three or four classes later for five hundred to win and went like three laps and timed out. You know, it's it, it, it's funny, but but what happened was. So the next promoter said well i'm gonna pay 30 and then 50 and then i think we had a hundred somewhere Jeepers. it be, it became this sort of and it's one of those things where i don't think it was that that wasn't something we anticipated when we did that that was just designed as 20th anniversary sure. let's just do and that's why anniversaries have coming on since and you haven't seen seen us repeat that here we what we do is we have more classes that we pay two or three thousand to win. So it gives, you know, it gives more people an opportunity to win. Cause I, to me, the big money thing is always, you know, everybody gets all excited about it, but only one person wins it. And sure. the rest, you know, they spend the same money that the winner spent to race for the win and they don't get that.
4: So, well, it sounds like you guys always get like a lot of side stuff, like door prizes, if you will, like the goodie. Yeah, that's what yeah. I mean. Yeah, that's what I mean. The
5: prize trailer is one of the things that, that, differentiates this event. There's like right. four or $5,000 worth of prizes yeah. each day. About,
1: right. about 10, $12,000 a week, you yeah. know, a weekend yeah. for us. Yeah. See, that's yeah. that's
4: so, cool. Just doing stuff like that is, Yeah, I mean, it loves stuff.
5: to get back to the racers.
4: If you get a set of tires or something, boy, that can go, you know, that can, that can help you yeah. out a ton, yeah. you know? So well, there's everything
5: from big giant stuffed teddy bears to tires to chassis to, I think the grand prize is a week's vacation oh. in, I think it's yeah. Dolphin Island. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh
4: my gosh. Yeah. That's cool. Yep. That's cool.
1: But, Dan, thank you for coming, buddy. Appreciate you, brother. Thank you appreciate for coming you. on appreciate doing the trip. You, really. and I appreciate you. this. I think, I think we might have to wrap the live up. I think Ethan's phone's uh, on the end. Good so. luck to you guys.
5: Should have plugged it guys. in. Yeah, we should have. I know. <laughs> Missed because we could talk forever. About I know. The history I know. Of the event. And, you know, I will say this for those who don't know. I mean, there been you know Ricky Stenhouse, Ben Rhodes, um, AJ Foyt IV, uh, Craig Kenzers run this event. Sammy Swindell ran it one Donnie year. Donnie did. Donnie Shots ran it one year. Yeah, it's funny too to watch like Sammy and Donnie try to race this. Yeah. Event. And and you know because you think well they're big bad sprint car drivers but this is completely different and. And, I think Donnie ended up making a feature, but I don't think Sammy did the night. He, I think he bounced it off the wall a couple of times. Yeah, it's just it's it's just a different different it thing is. for those and guys. This but it's is, fun to see them
1: come back and you no, And this is a different animal, man. It's yeah. like, it's an, it's it's awesome. It's funny because every time we come I don't know, on Thursday when we walk in the arena, the track always looks longer and more narrow. Yeah, you know, But when you get on it, it's exactly the same as it was. So, it's uh, it's such a cool event, and it's. I mean, we've been coming since the six sixteenth annual. I think. I to say 16th okay. annual so it's the 32nd annual so it's about our 16th well we took a couple years on a break and uh so we're like this is like our 13th or 12th or 13th trip so
5: now did you go to another event those years or just not race
1: uh no so i was um i was i was very big into football and uh i played on a a, a very appreciate yeah very prestigious football team were you a linebacker uh offensive guard Close offensive enough. lineman so and, say, and yep you Know and I was blessed enough to go. I was on two state championship teams and we made it to the Thanksgiving weekend every single year. Oh, wow! Uh, so, um, you know, it was, it, we, we, you know, that still to this day, I think they've won eight in the past 20 years state wow. championships. So,
5: is that high school? Yeah,
1: yeah, not see, So, you I mean, only it's, get it's
5: one of four years of high school, and, and, it's like, and go do it.
1: And you know it's it's so that's 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 why my uh, you know my dad said you could race your whole life, but you exactly. only get four years of high school yep. football. And I could have went play college, but I wanted to go back to Batesville. You know, I wanted to go back <laughs> racing. So I had opportunities, and people well, called me crazy for turning offers down, but I just wanted to go back racing. Um, Shane, near, thank you. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it's uh, I'm you know I love this place, and it's always got a special place in my heart for sure.
5: No, it was just like Sean. I mean, he, he said it's hard. You know, you just keep coming back. Yeah, it's it's like that Chicago song, hard habit to break. Yeah, right. exactly it's exactly what it's racing is. Yeah, you
1: know, so it's
5: it's just it's a big event, and you just it it's the adrenaline. You of get it, a
1: little, you you know, know. If, even if you don't suffer from it, you'll get a little FOMO if you're not here. You know, yeah. you, you you know, yeah. even if even if you don't you don't, you don't have that trade in you, you still get it. You're like, Oh, what's going on? If you go once you're like, Oh, what's going on this week? You know?
5: Well, and, and you know, like I, I see our chat every year we do the the live stream and it's like, you know, I get racers that'll talk to me on Facebook messenger or whatever during the event that used to race here. And it's always like, man, I wish I was racing. Cause you watch it and you're it's there again. It's like, man, what am I missing? I should be yeah. back there.
1: You know, the, 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 live stream doesn't, you know, any kind of live stream doesn't do any justice you know, to yeah. it's not that the smells walking in the arena, it's not that the, the Two strokes that come out with the UAS, it's it's not the 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 go kart's flying by you. You know your ears are buzzing. It's just it's just something special about it. You just it.
5: made the biggest argument on the planet yeah. for actually live streaming your event because yeah. there's still that debate about should I or shouldn't I? Because like in big car racing, you're afraid the crowd will stay home and watch on the screen. If if somebody's going to come to the race, they're not going to choose the live stream. A
1: true racer will want to be at the or a true enthusiast of our Fan sport,
5: eraser, because again, like you just said, you don't have the the smell, you don't have the other fans there cheering, like the adrenaline, it's the atmosphere. It's the same,
1: yeah. I mean, you know, don't get me wrong, I you know. I can't make it to every LSU football game, but I get excited in my sure. I get excited in my living room when they score. Sure, but when I'm in the game, like when I'm at the game inside of Tiger it's Stadium, a it is experience. totally different. I think I think that's very important for anyone who hasn't been here or anyone who's like oh, I'm just not going to go this year. Even just to come watch. It's just something so crazy right. about just yep. the environment. Like you don't even have to turn laps here to be excited. You know, it's just it's just fun and it's a great time.
0: Yeah. It's crazy.
5: Now you're, you're used to race here.
0: I did, I did. Uh, but college had a different path for me. Uh,
5: what was college for you?
0: Mechanical engineering. Ah. So it was a uh, little little di- more difficult to juggle racing and college at the same time. So I uh, had a long talk with my dad and my grandfather and they said, okay, well, you can either keep racing you know, we can go racing full time, yep. but you're—you mean you're neck deep in this degree? Go finish the degree. Yes. So racing will wait. So that's what I did, and then life had different plans for me, and I moved 12 hours away. So I'm now in South Florida working for a uh, for the largest su- uh, electrical subcontractor in in America. Oh wow! So um, it's uh, it was a couple of flights here last night, but I couldn't miss it. You know. I missed it last year. Um, I was last last fall was actually my last semester. and oh so coincidentally, every final project or final report that I had to turn in was due the week after Batesville. Oh, wasn't wow. due finals week. It was due the week after Batesville. So there was no shot that I was gonna be able to make <laughs> it. So I was at home cheering Alex on um, and then, uh, but grateful to be back, excited to be back seeing everybody being here for the podcast so so
5: for those who don't know you who are you and
0: so uh, I'm Ethan (laughs) Antoine Um, I used to drive um, factory for Brent and Brian Smith at Smith Brothers Racing okay so um, that was way back when 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 they were still around and we went off and then still raced some big races but kind of dwindled down and then when college hit it was hang the helmet up and go get a
1: degree
5: okay and of course Alex uh, you've been racing with us a while
1: yep and i uh, you know i kind of talked about this with somebody the other day you know you know i've been blessed to win two slot machines i mean it's the coveted it's coveted i mean i don't care what anybody says it's a top tier oh yeah it's top tier it's 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 arguably one of the most coveted trophies you know cuz one of the hardest to win it's one of the hardest to win yeah. i mean uh, and uh you know i you know you see some of these people they have you know 10 15 of them you know i but I'm- you know I, for for smaller teams like me, you know, it's always special to uh, to to win one because you never know when your last is.
5: Exactly.
1: I think we I think we have a surprise guest here. Uh
5: oh, popping by. Uh oh, you had seventeen. You're good. We like Uh-oh. surprises. We have a surprise Who guest is here. surprise guest?
7: Uh, Dalton Davis from Horn Lake, Mississippi. Oh boy. Uh oh. <laughs>
1: you were talked about a lot
7: last year.
5: The fame level of this show just went through the roof. Dalton <laughs> Davis is coming on.
7: I don't know if people are signing on or signing off right now. Can we <laughs> look at the number and see?
5: I don't know. Come on. We got to get Dalton on. There's <laughs> Dalton. Hello, Dalton.
1: All right, Dalton. Go ahead and tell the people about you. What do you all <laughs> want to know? <laughs> I'm sure everybody wants to know everything.
7: <laughs> Dalton's right here. So so, I just got off work.
1: Uh, He's making sure everybody's tires and bodies were good to go for da- Daytona and stuff. <laughs> I got off work about an hour ago. Uh, so, Oh really? He's a manager at FedEx too. So, Yeah. Uncle, ah.
7: Uncle Fred don't like letting us off on these holidays.
1: Well, you know, packages must be
5: shipped.
7: So That's there right. you are.
5: And glad to have you on board, man. You've been, obviously as a local, you've been coming to this event for probably as long as you've been racing
7: carts, haven't you? Yeah, we, uh, whatever the first year it moved here i never got to race it 2008
1: so okay so it was yeah, 2008 moved.
7: so as the first year we came down here and i think i've probably missed two or three years in between just oh, okay a couple years we didn't race i think one or two years we might have went elsewhere but I always usually find our way back here what do you like most about racing here uh the slide machine that's a i don't know i've had a, a very long love hate relationship with this place for a <laughs> you very and a long lot time. Others, <laughs> it's it's been more I love to hate it up until the last three or four years. We finally got a little bit of a handle on this place. So, uh, hell, I came down here for eleven years and never won one. And I think out of the last four years, I have four of them. So. Mm. Starting to turn should've, the ship around.
1: Should have been a fifth. Yeah. You know. uh, <laughs> no, I, I think that's cra- that's the crazy part, though. Like, we, you know, like, I think it's very common for people. It's kind of like what happened to us. Like, we came here for so long, struggled, 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 struggled. And then you turn it around. And then it's like after that, like, once you catch on, it's like you're good like but you're do up front you ever
5: really catch on no no but you just, just get, you get to a point where momentum you win and then you're confident enough to go win more
1: yeah, yeah i mean you kind of change a couple things up you know you keep you keep trying something different to always get faster every time you come here but once you get fast you kind of bring the same thing every time okay. you, you finally know? you finally jump on the train yeah you're not yeah. chasing the train yeah you can finally jump on it. you have something that you know was fast last year but you might bring a couple sets that are a little bit different you know I spend more time chasing the train than I do. (laughs) Well, so you've raced a
5: fair amount of different tracks. What's it like racing here versus racing, say, in Atoka or, you know, wherever you would race elsewhere?
7: Uh, Just uh, indoor racing as a whole is its whole different beast. Uh, One thing that I notice here is the way the seats are built. It just feels like it's a big ass bowl here <laughs> like other indoor arenas that we race in though don't really have like the seating style like this so it just oh, you everything the, uh, theater type so seating in the round at least, it's like ah, the big the house kind of feel out. like michigan stadium I've, <laughs> yeah. I've always picked up on that i don't know it's i guess it sounds corny with the light shine brighter or something like that yeah. here
1: i don't know and, and so we kind of talked about it with uh what was it chase earlier about yeah. clean air there's something about like riding in front and then riding in the, in the pack over here, it just feels totally different.
7: I mean, I don't really know about clean air for say, but clean racetrack is definitely yeah. huge here. Cause I mean, if you're riding around in the back here, you're, you're riding around with people that's had just as bad as day as you are. Everybody's probably pissed off beating and banging off each other. The, the, the people in the front tend to be in a little bit better mood, uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's more clean racetrack than I would say cleaner, but, um, as far as they get from a professional side, I don't know, but, uh, yeah, it's just clean racetrack, being able to put down consistent laps and you're not having to make sure nobody's going to drive her through the concrete down there. Cause there's, there's some of them, me included back there in the back that it's pretty iffy every now and then.
5: <laughs> well, that's the thing. It's like, that's why I, I, I keep coming back to patiently aggressive because you gotta, I feel like you get you gotta try to keep at least enough distance between you and the pack in front of you where if all of a sudden that pack stops, you got an exit hole somewhere to get through it and don't pile in because anybody is subject to driving straight into the wall which then um, bounces them off the wall half the time and it can be right in front of you. I've seen that happen more than once.
1: Yeah, you always gotta be on your toes around this joint for sure.
7: 100%.
1: Cause I mean, even, even, even if you're leading and you kind of catch lap traffic, I mean, if you're catching them, they're obviously way slower than right. you. And then, you know, they can ruin a race for, I've seen, I've seen lap traffic ruin race for people, you know? So it's just, you know, even if you're you know, everywhere, it's like always, you're, you're looking for anything and everything. Yep. And, I mean, even think about it, you know, even if you're leading and, you know, the back of the pack hits the berm and throws dust all over, you're going to be the first person to hit it. You know, you're going to be the first person to hit that. So you always got to be aware or, you know, if anybody's dragging any kind of bolts on the ground or anything.
7: <laughs> yeah, I broke a, a motor mount bolt last year. Set, we uh, I won sumo Friday, set okay. pole Saturday, uh, go out Saturday, felt the motor mount bolt dragging going down the hill. You thought it was going to shear? Just, I honestly thought it was going to shear off, and I never really had the – I just couldn't put the thought together. Like, now if it would have happened to me, I would have been like, oh, let me pick the side of the go-kart up for you on the racetrack, see if I can unscrew that hole, <laughs> and just run it with three in there because the chances of it way better. But we got absolutely freight trained on the start. And I don't know, I feel like we were good enough last year where I could have at least one sumo both days. And I good runs and super heavy, too. Just
1: Yeah, you started too deep. Yeah. Okay,
7: I, Things yeah. you just don't think about. The, the one class I started in the back of and drove to the front, I drove up to like fourth and got real excited and ran down there missed the corner and gave it all back. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so how much are you run in this weekend?
7: Uh four classes a day. Uh the Gulf Coast Predator, Sumo, Super Heavy, and Super Heavy Elite.
1: All the big Gulf Coast class. Predator, I forget. Is that a new one? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Some new classes they added this year. So
0: Well we had Predator last year. It's yeah, just the Mars. It's, it's always it's, been the Mars. It's always been the Mars Predators. Yeah. They're just going to Gulf Coast rules now.
1: Oh, okay. What's the, the difference?
7: So the Gulf Coast is what they've been running south south mississippi uh louisiana where they're from uh, alabama alabama it's big pipe still the stock airbox and open clutch
1: okay and and you could put a cam in there You could put a different cam
7: yeah i'm not smart enough on all the motor yeah. i just know it has a big pipe compared to, compared to a weenie pipe and you can put a disc clutch on it not a drum clutch
1: okay yeah.
5: interesting so how will that race different
7: momentum I don't, you can't mess up
1: it really races there all the predators are the same there. You can't, but like from a clone to a predator, you just can't mess up. I mean, you have to be so smooth. But
5: what, I mean, as a driver, if you're running one set of rules versus the other, does it change your driving at all?
1: Oh, I'm not sure. I've never ran the Mars. He's ran the, uh, Dalton's ran the Mars before.
7: Uh, I, I personally think it's all the same. Uh, okay. uh, like you do a little bit different stuff on gear, but, uh, other than that, I mean, so they drive the So what was the, same. the
5: advantage for changing? Why would, uh, why would they change from Mars rules to Gulf Coast?
7: Uh Pop- there's just popularity, Pop- I think okay. area, yeah.
5: more carts that are running that. Yeah, even the
1: places. Maximilian is taking part in getting the Golf Coast rules going. Gotcha. So
5: Okay. Interesting. So who helps you make it all happen, man?
7: Uh all my family. I couldn't do it without them. They've they've been here setting everything up all day while I'm uh been at work. Uh I think Dale wants me to thank him. I don't really know what I'm thanking him <laughs> for. I've spent Every night this week till <laughs> 12.30 in the shop working on his shit. He's had my stuff since ready since Saturday. I've been having to work on all his stuff. Got uh, yeah, think Ryan and Brett, they're going to be spinning the wrenches this weekend. Uh, uh, my whole family, my Hopefully uncle, not throwing them. <laughs> yeah, not throwing them. Uh, mom, dad, my uncle, uh, my granddad, brother-in-law, sister-in-law, nieces, nephews. Or not nieces, nephews. Uh, all of them, they – I couldn't do it without them. They've they've got me to where, where I am today. Uh Matthew Lequitus has helped me tremendously. Okay. Uh love that little dude to death. <laughs> uh, I just went and seen him earlier. Uh and then uh one that we unfortunately lost earlier in the year, uh Mr. Jerry Wilch. Yeah. Uh, built my motors for me for shit, I think it's been fifteen
1: years now. So uh just about I mean, that's the first and only person to really build your motors until now, huh?
7: Pretty much, yeah. yeah. Dad built a little bit of ours before then, and then uh, we had a couple TREs before then. But, yeah, Mr. Uh, we actually met Mr. Welch down here at Batesville, and I think it was either 08 or 09. And uh, thankful for Mr. Mike Schumacher. I gave him a call at very last minute. I was like, hey, man, it's I, I need some motors fresh. and And he was kind enough to – Put everything else he had on hold and that's getting awesome. me took care of
1: definitely always always having somebody you can count on is big it's important yep mm-hmm. so but, oh no i was just gonna say uh, I'm uh,
7: go home or not go home go to the motor home, get some food grab some sleep i was up all night i had to catch home. old mr yeah. antoine here <laughs> off, the, off the red eye flight to memphis <laughs> last night but, that cluster there was seven hundred million people. Hey, oh yeah! Wow.
0: Oh yeah! It was. Uh, I, I feel like every flight it going into Memphis that night. Yes, last night landed at the same time. I, we uh, we might have had seventy people on my flight, but the, we got off the plane and at baggage claim there was seven hundred.
5: Yeah, but you're flying the night before the holiday, right? Right. Yeah. But everybody's
0: it, flying it, in. Well, but it seemed like every flight that afternoon was just mysteriously delayed until midnight
7: we were, we rounded the little corner where the like the baggage claim is and like i sat in traffic for 15 20 minutes just trying to wow. get to where you could get in line to pick people up i called <laughs> and i was crazy. like i was like hey i'm about to be hanging out the window start fucking walking towards the end <laughs> i was like i'm just gonna start yelling
0: hey, was, come get me it was yeah it was it was bad it was bad and then airport uh airport traffic control was out there directing traffic with an with a flashlight
7: about yeah, had to hip check somebody with a door she was about to run into the car she was trying to direct traffic, and we were just driving by, and she tried to walk out in front of us. Wow. They gave her an elbow.
0: So, no uh, coordination. Wide <laughs> drive. No coordination. But I think that'll wrap it up. Yeah. We good with it? Think,
1: you-
5: so does this podcast have a name, and where can we all listen to it when we're not live at Batesville?
1: Four Takes and Fuel. Uh, you can hear me, Ethan, Chance, Colton, and Austin all talk. On these mics, uh, on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, um, Anchor.com or Spotify for Podcasters.com. Uh, you can find us on Instagram, you can find us on Facebook, you can find us on TikTok. Uh, we're pretty much on all platforms and very, very accessible. We have all our links on our Facebook page that you can get to for any listening platforms. So check us out and uh come to Batesville. If you hear it, come to Batesville, come support this great event. Absolutely. And name the podcast again. Four takes and fuel. Four takes and fuel. So thank you guys. And thank, thank you, Tom. Me. Yeah, man, yeah, we really appreciate it. It, appreciate it. it was awesome. Yeah. You know, so the voice of Batesville Anytime. come sit down with us. is huge. Yeah, no, I kind of, I kind of just took a back seat just to take it all in. Yeah. So, but, uh, but thanks, guys, for listening. Thanks, Tom, for coming I think with your us. People are calling. And uh, thank y'all for watching. So we'll catch y'all next week. Let's go racing. Let's go racing. Let's get everything ready. Let's go get, get some m. food.
5: Friday morning hey. practice. Oh, yeah. Be don't on time.
1: <laughs> All right.